awareness and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio, where your questions get answered by health professionals. If you have any health-related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome everybody to Total Health. Hello everyone. Uh, it is time for our total health and actually emotional health. Today we are going to talk about um, the 13 weeks to joy that we have started in the beginning of the year. And we still have some more chapters to go until December. But today's topic, it is about loneliness. Loneliness. Uh, loneliness. God, yes, we're going to talk about that. Nobody talks about loneliness or like few people talk about loneliness. Mm-hmm. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. Most of us at times feel lonely. Yes, we are. We do. Right. Even if you may be surrounded by everybody around you or your close ones, family, you sometimes feel misunderstood and you kind of feel surrounded but still lonely. Mm-hmm. Do we? Yes, we do. We do. And therefore, the topic is called Loneliness Kissed Love. How a loneliness can actually kiss love? And is there anything good coming out of loneliness? Wow. Yes? yes. Interesting, right? Yes. Okay. What a topic we have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even though we're not lonely, <laughs> yes. we will still talk about that because mm-hmm. many times we have been and we will be. Yes, there is no guarantee that we won't be. And the most importantly, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He was a man of loneliness. He was, was he? He was, he was very often misunderstood. Oh. And he would very often go to the, you know, to a solitude place and he will pray to his father. Wow. He was never lonely with his father. But sometimes, many times, he felt misunderstood while he was on this earth. He was a man of afflicted, a man of pain. Not many people would like to be a friend of somebody that goes through pain, right? No. And many of us, we do go through pain. Yes, we do. We don't show it. We don't want to say it. But we're, there's um, a lot of us that is going through a lot of pain. Right. And that's why I want to talk about it. Because uh, when you meet somebody, you have this casual conversation mm-hmm how life is and this and that, and nobody shows the bedside. You That's know? right. <laughs> yes. So let's continue with loneliness. Let's talk about it, yes, right? Yes. Exactly. So um, as I said, our 13 weeks to joy uh, covered many topics. We started in January, and it is every second Wednesday of the month that we talk about emotional health. People don't feel comfortable when you touch their emotions, but that's mm-hmm. why we are making a radio show. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it can be indirectly impacting others. And so feel free to ask us questions because we would like to go deep and as deeper, as mm-hmm. deep as, as possible. So we talked before about shame. We also talk about phenomenon that's called post-traumatic growth, not post-traumatic stress disorder, but how you can grow out of a traumatic um, situation. And we talk about compassion, uh, radical security, the power of belonging. But today we'll talk about loneliness. Mm-hmm. And so what does it mean, loneliness? Loneliness comes from being alone, all at one, 
or from Latin of one actually means unaccompanied mm. by yourself. It is short from all alone. I'm all by myself. Right. Right. And I don't know if there is a person that never felt alone. I th oh. there's some families mm -hmm. that, that they have many kids and they will always find somebody, you know, to come with them. And I talked to a friend of mine. She said, I have never been to a restaurant by myself. Okay, have you been to a restaurant by yourself? Restaurant? Yes. Oh, no, I haven't. You haven't? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have been, like many times, you know, you have to just go and uh, eat something uh, quickly. Maybe there is nobody in town and, uh, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world if you have a meal by yourself. But that's quite possible. And actually, I will start um, the topic today by sharing a story of mine uh, that deals without loneliness. It was 30th of December, I was working a night shift, and I had a very sick patient in ICU. Uh, he was dying from a swine flu. This was the time that the swine flu came and we didn't know what virus was that. And the patient was completely healthy. And we were working so hard to save his life. But that night as I was working, I had to increase his oxygenation to 100% on the ventilator. And, um, and he passed away in the morning. The same day, I got very sick. So that was 31st of December. I was sick. I was at home. And we were supposed to have a party uh, to celebrate New Year's Eve. But being so sick, I messaged my friends and I said, you know, I am, I'm not feeling well. I don't know what I have. And I took care of a patient with a swine flu, so uh, we better don't have the party. Everybody disappeared. Um, I didn't hear back from them at all. <laughs> and... I spent the whole night by myself. It's hard to spend by yourself on New Year's Eve, but I am sure that many of our listeners as well have had that, you know, moment, um, maybe once in their life or maybe never. But um, there are quite many lonely people in this world, and at least the statistics shows that. And so by myself, uh, 31st of December, I had only two oranges. I didn't have any other food, some water and oranges. And I was all by myself. There were two mosquitoes in my room. And I decided not to kill them because I said, at least they're some living creature. I'm not saying that story in order to be pathetic and um, make our listeners to have sympathy for me. But this is just one of the descriptions that even though I'm a nurse and I take care of the lives of others, and the moment I needed somebody at that moment, uh, my needs weren't met. And especially on such an important day, the New Year's Eve. And um, there was nobody even to offer me um, some food. Say, hey, you're sick at home. Please do have something to eat. So I know what loneliness is. This is just one of the examples. And I cannot say I've always embraced it. Many times I would fight it. But tonight we will talk that there are some benefits in being lonely in life. So the chapter starts about an article that the author wrote, Jennifer uh, Jill Schritzer, and that she cried when she was reading 
that article that says the activation of the HPA, or this is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, involves a cascade of signals that result in a release of the adrenocorticotropic hormone from the pituitary and cortisol from the adrenal cortex. Yeah, we read that, we know about it, but the author actually cried because in that moment she actually realized that this scientific data actually has the signature of God because God created our brain and our heart for love. Yes, he did. He did. It is for love. And so why it is so difficult when we talk about loneliness it is because people are made to love mm-hmm. and be loved. Yes. But if you don't have love, you know, you don't give love or you don't receive love, it is painful. Mm. That's the fundamental truth. And the ancillary truth is that people are lonely and loneliness hurts. Oh, yes, it is. It does hurt. It does. It does hurt because we are made to be loved. I remember a scientific um study in which they were trying to see why some of the rats, baby rats, they don't grow when the mother does not lick their skin. You know, not skin, but like the fur. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, uh, mother rat, um, when she delivered her rats, they decided to take the baby rats separately Mm -hmm. from her and they will leave just one baby rat. And this baby rat next to the mother would thrive and would grow, but the others would not. Mm. And they said, oh, maybe this is because of the food. So let's make a milk exactly as the consistency of the mother rat's milk. And they would give it to the babies and they would thrive a little bit, but then they will regress. And so the scientists are like, wow, we're giving the right food. What's wrong? They, they notice that the mother rat leaks very well, uh, you know, the... The, the fur of the baby and they created a toothbrush mm-hmm. with the same consistency um, like uh, the same structure as the mother tongue mm-hmm. and they poured similar saliva like the same scientifically mm-hmm. made saliva and they started brushing all the babies they're wow. like oh maybe it's because of the leaking so they started brushing the babies but the babies would not thrive and the scientists were puzzled. They're like, why? We're giving them the right food, mm-hmm. exactly what the mother is giving them. We're giving them the right, uh, uh, you know, attention, licking mm-hmm. their, right. like brushing their uh, fur. And why are they not thriving? So the scientists came to the conclusion that must be the love. Oh. Must be the love. Even the rats need love even, too. Even rats need love mm-hmm. too. And so um, how do you measure love? Love is difficult to be measured in scientific measures. You know, you can't quantify it. You can't say this person loves you that much or that much. Maybe they love you today. They don't love you tomorrow. I don't know. Mm. But this is very difficult to quantify love. Wow. And so today we are going to talk about that and why loneliness is actually so painful. So the Webster Dictionary actually defines loneliness as being without company and cut off from the others. Social scientists define it as a distressing feeling that accompanies the perception that one's social needs are not being met by the quantity of especially the quality of one's social relationship. Loneliness is the social equivalent of physical pain. 
That's our music. Going into our first break, give us a call on Guam 671-472-1111 in the CNMI 670-323-1113. You can text WhatsApp or signal us 671-686-9999. We're streaming live on Facebook, so why not leave your question in the comment section below. We'll be right back. What we do is for you. God will always come first, but you're second. We share what God's doing with you. We share God's words with you. We share his love. We talk about anything that'll encourage a link between you and God. This connection is made possible because listeners understand there are things that God can do that no one else can. Our supporters want you to know about that. So when we say we're listener supported, now you know why. For you, Joy FM, family-friendly radio. And thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related questions at 472-1111 in Guam or in the CNMI. The number to call is 323-1113. Text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, back to the show. Hello and half a day. Welcome back to Total Health. In the studios with me right now is Elena Teneva. She's an MP. Nurse practitioner from the SDA clinic and myself, I am the operator. But we're talking about loneliness and we're going to continue where we left off. Yes, uh, but meanwhile, we did get some questions and I'm very excited about that. Uh, thank you for listening. So it says, how do we know if we are lonely? How we, how do relieve our own stress and how do not let come back anymore? I guess, how do we not let come the loneliness back to us anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, can I reserve the answer to those questions as I'm going down the line? Yes. Uh, I will certainly say a few things. Um, loneliness hurts. If it you're does. not hurting, maybe you don't feel alone or maybe you have great social strategies uh, coping strategies that you have learned how to bounce back from loneliness uh, which is amazing and how can we relieve our stress we'll talk about that because there are some benefits in uh, being lonely uh, that certainly can help us and actually the purpose of our topic today is to bring some awareness about loneliness and mm. how we can treat others because everybody's fighting something. We don't know what they're fighting. Sometimes we can be very, you know, um, insensitive. But mm. uh, if we are aware of that and we are here to help and intentionally have the habit of asking others and, you know, go deeper on a deeper level with them and caring for them, um, we should really uh, feel much like a relief for ourselves and a relief mm-hmm. for others because a life spent for others is worth living yes, according to Albert Einstein and how do we come back from that yes there is an answer to that please stay tuned till the end of the session to our <laughs> show you. awesome so we continue about um, 
loneliness and uh, there are two experts in the world uh, that we would consider like worldly experts in loneliness one of them is called Stephanie Cachopo uh, that she was a scientist she would study a lot about that she was single most of her life and she decided really to study uh, many case studies in loneliness and love so after some years she went to Geneva in Switzerland and then she met John Cachopo from Chicago and they met in a conference that was like a society for a social neuroscience conference in Shanghai and they were both experts in loneliness. They both lived a lonely life and when they met they just clicked so well together because they know what sadness is and they were able this sadness to bring them to further joy. They married after a year because wow. they found so many things in common. And what's interesting is that when people commit suicide, they don't mm -hmm. commit suicide because they were just born, they just woke up one day and they started having suicidal ideations. They commit suicide because they are hopeless, because they are sad, and because they don't feel loved. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have so much love to give, but there is the person that you want to give the love to is for some reason unavailable or cannot reciprocate to that love. It does hurt. Mm -hmm. You have much to give, but you cannot give it. And then you want to receive some love, but you're not getting it. Oh. It, 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 it's really hard to... It is really hard to. Yes. And so it's only people that really have gone through a lot of loneliness, they know how important it is to spend a quality time when you do have a deep connection. Mm -hmm. So those two, they married, and uh, they, of course, did a lot of work more so on uh, loneliness. And in their union, actually, we can say that loneliness really kissed love. Because uh, let me ask you, who is the person that's happier? Somebody that has never been lonely and always surrounded by people, or somebody that has been lonely for a long time, and then all of a sudden, they meet people that understand them, love them, and cherish them. I think it's the lonely person that finally found someone right, to right. be with, yes. This drastic uh, difference mm -hmm. really brings you to a different level. Well, so this uh, association, they founded an association and they studied loneliness. And especially now during the time of the pandemic, mm -hmm. they really realized that isolation even brought more loneliness. And like one of five Americans are lonely. Wow. One of five. One of five. And, and uh, what is interesting that you can be still married, you mm -hmm. can be still in a relationship, and you can still feel lonely many times, misunderstood, because there is an emptiness in our heart that only God can complete. <laughs> Amen. Right? Yes. And so, uh, and what Jim Carrey says, I would like everybody to become famous and rich so they can understand that that's not everything. Oh. Right? What a saying, yes. What a saying, because it it's not everything. Even if we are famous, even if we are rich, and even if we have all the desires of our heart, mm -hmm. it's still not enough. There is still a small piece of emptiness there that only God can complete. But if you have a life deep with devotion and fullness of Christ, uh, you have everything else. Yes, you Yes. Right? Yes. I have um, read some bib uh, bibliographies of some great missionaries. And one of them, Gladys Iward, which I really respect very highly, she saved so many uh, hundred Chinese kids during the time of the Japanese occupation in China. 
and she would say, in my life, I never tasted the food I wanted to try. Wow. And I never lived in a house that somebody will turn twice to look at it. Wow. And I was never married to a man I love, but I'm the happiest person on earth because I have God. Hey, that's the way to go. That's the way to go, but it is, it is very difficult to arrive there. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us, we fight it. We're like, why don't I have the desires of my heart? Why God is not hearing my prayers? Why years after years are passing by and I still feel this emptiness? Mm-hmm. Am I not trusting enough? Am I not strong enough? And like, why I don't get what I really need to get? Uh-huh. Okay, so we continue further. So I... F- kind of don't feel very comfortable every time when I read the statistics about loneliness because lonely people, many of the lonely people do not choose to be lonely. Oh. Oh, You don't think so? You know, I always thought that they're just staying away from people and they just wanted to isolate themselves. They're not, oh, what's what's that word that they use nowadays that uh, when you're not social? Unsocial. Unsocial. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, living for yourself. Um, You know, it is true that uh, there are many people that would prefer to be lonely. Mm -hmm. There are some people that prefer to go on a walk with themselves. Mm. You know, just by themselves. And they they feel like having a great company because they would agree to do something and they will do it. Mm -hmm. Nobody would tell them. Nobody would mess up their plans. Right? Right. But most of the people do not choose to be lonely. And in the first place to choose to be lonely, it is because um, you feel misunderstood. You feel hurt. Every time you try to connect, it just doesn't work. Um, Actually, one of the greatest anthropologists, Robin Dunbar from Britain, he studied that um, monkeys or primate, their neocortex size of the brain is as big as their social relationships. Wow. So if you do have many connections, uh, many relationships, that actually increases the size of your brain. Wow. You know, and the functional brain, mm-hmm. which is great. And so it, it, we are created to be social beings. And when that's not met, it is very painful. So the more you socialize, the more relations you have, the brain... At- uh, yes, the more of the yeah of wow. your brain ma- matter is used. Wow. Yes, the more. Didn't uh, know that. And even new uh, connections can be formed. Wow. It is estimated that a person can have up to 150 powerful, strong relationships with others. Wow. We are made for that. Yes, we are. And uh, most of us, we can say maybe we can count five or ten mm-hmm. friends, like really good friends. Maybe they don't live next to you. They live somewhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. And when you meet again, you can reconnect and you can understand each other. Yes. And uh, some of us might live in a society full of people. We can go to work and we can still feel lonely. You can be married. You can have five kids, but you can still feel lonely. How'd you know I have five kids? I and how'd you know I was... I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a good saying. You know, I didn't even know that. This is so... This, You know, the topic about loneliness, I'm just... You're just putting a smile to my face. Okay, I'm glad I'm bringing yeah. a smile because it's a very hurtful thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I want to talk about it and I want to hear more from, from others as well. So, did you know, Scott, that the feeling of loneliness has such an impact on the mortality of the person as if you smoke 15 cigarettes a day 
Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, it's just a statistic. Like from many dif- mm-hmm. many different studies have concluded that, and the social isolation actually is a very high risk factor for early mortality. Wow. Yeah, I kind of a uh, you know don't like this statistic because mm-hmm. not m- most of the people choose not to be uh, lonely. But when they are lonely, what can they do? They're just part of the statistic. If you are a single woman and you're not in a thriving relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, you have four uh, times higher chance of getting a chronic disease. If you are a single man, you have nine times. Nine times. Yeah, higher chance of developing a chronic disease. And those chronic diseases are cardiovascular disease, you know, hypertension, also um, cognitive decline, mm-hmm. you are very high risk, like even 50%, they said, of Alzheimer and dementia. And men. Yes, it men. is. Poor emotional regulation, less physical exercise. When you feel lonely and depressed and hopeless, you don't feel like exercising. Your moods are uh, swinging. You're experiencing more anxiety and more depression, uh, psychosis, suicide ideations, diminished executive control. You just feel that you, you are not able to function because your loneliness is crying so hard in you. Wow. And then, of course, a poor sleep. And I would like to mention something about anxiety uh, we live in a world that nowadays our kids are just so smart mm-hmm. brilliant and they they can use electronics and sometimes we don't realize that they live in their own virtual world and they connect connect with other peers that live in their own virtual world but somehow the social skills might be lacking many times because just they live in a different reality and um, when they Go started going to school and uh, right now after the pandemic Mm -hmm. uh, they have been isolated let's say for two years and when they go back to school uh, many of them realize that they do not have the social skills they don't know how to connect and if they connect somebody will say why do you do that why you're acting like that and and they started questioning themselves they start having anxiety many many young children have social anxiety and so what's the answer of a social anxiety Isolation. Isolation. And that's what the kid's been doing all that time. Right. Wow. And it's like, I, this school is very difficult. People, others do not understand me. I go to another school. Mm-hmm. and But then you question constantly yourself, do I have those skills? And if you don't have a family that really support you, cherish you, and many of us don't. You mm-hmm. know, many people are just born in a broken family. Right. It is very difficult to thrive. So uh, loneliness causes anxiety, and anxiety and other conditions also cause loneliness. Wow. That's our music, Elena, and thank you so much for our topic during the first half. This is really interesting, a lot of things I didn't know. So if you have a question on loneliness, give us a call on Guam, 671-472-1111. In the CNMI, you can give us a call to 670-323-1113. Text WhatsApp, signal us 671-686-9999. We're just going to take a short break and we're live streaming on Facebook. Go ahead and leave your comment in the comment section and we'll see it right away. And Elena will answer the question for you. We'll be right back.
There's a battle and you will face it. A struggle will come and you'll recognize it. Trouble will drop by unannounced. And even then, God won't be taken by surprise. These difficulties will never be outside His ability to turn bad things into good outcomes. He can do that. He will do that. This reminder is made possible because listeners who have seen God at work have supported a message that reminds everyone that God's at work. Joy FM, family-friendly radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Total Health on Joy FM. Call in with your health-related questions to 472-1111 in Guam. If you live in the CNMI, we want to hear from you too. Call 323-1113 or text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, here's more Total Health. And we're back with the second half of Total Health. Our topic today is on loneliness. And our first half was was a really good conversation that Elena was letting us know about the st- stats of loneliness. And I never knew the s- stats is so high, Elena. Yes, they are. And uh, we usually talk from a place of being healthy, but uh, 50% mm-hmm. of the disabled population feel lives in loneliness, like lives in wow. very deep loneliness, um, especially when they have to lose even their capacity of taking care of themselves Mm -hmm. you know they know that for some reason they feel sometimes that they might be a burden to others they try not to burden others and they isolate themselves Uh, even further you know um, the world does not struggle with loneliness as much as it struggles with lack of love Mm -hmm. and as the bible says as the time goes by most of our hearts become hardened and it's uh, many people prefer not to express love because if you do, then you can get more easily hurt. And so we are now very even, you know, mean <laughs> on right. giving love to others. Uh, so as a, we, we were talking about um, the social isolation and the young people and how it triggers anxiety in them. Yes. And so there are many studies that talks about social media and social media in a way made us more uh, distant from each other. But there is also a benefit of using social media. In a school that they did a study, they realized that all the seniors, when they connect on social media, they really have very good and thriving relationships. It is just because they're trying to use the social media to connect with others that they really want to talk to while the younger one, um, they would just replace their social contacts with staying and chatting only with peers on the um, social on media. On the social media. Exactly. So oh. they, they use it instead of socializing. Oh. And then it becomes dangerous. There's However, if you really use the social media in a way of connecting to others, mm-hmm. stretching your hand to them, like, hey, what's happening with that person? I can't find them anywhere. Oh, I can find them on Facebook. And then you communicate with them. It's a good thing mm-hmm. to, to use the social media. It's not always bad. So... There are many things we can say about loneliness, and one of the things that it's really important to realize for us is that it's a very, very vicious circle. So first you feel lonely, and then you feel that nobody loves you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you get into this poverty mindset, a loneliness poverty mindset, and then you feel the need 
really to be loved and taken care of. And then when you feel the need, many times you are faced with the shame not getting it back or, oh. or you know, the hurt of having somebody turns their back to you. And then because of that, you even isolate even yourself even further. Oh. And it's, it's like you, you're getting into the avoidance state in order to feel lonely again and going again into the same circle. So lonely people often find themselves in this succession of events that begins with loneliness and unfortunately it ends up with even more loneliness. The emptiness, the neediness make them vulnerable, which they find shameful and embarrassing. As a result, they increase their avoidance of true intimacy, ending up exactly where they started. Lonely. Lonely. Right. Wow. So if we are aware of that, uh, it is our first um, task as Christians and mm-hmm. as human beings as health providers that will stretch our hands to those people. If you know that somebody has been living single almost all their life, even though maybe they carry on very well themselves, uh, check on them. Mm. If every one of us checks on one lonely person, the world will be such a better place intentionally. Uh, Having this habit, checking like, hey, how are you? Because we never know. Today Mm. I can be sitting here talking to you. Tomorrow I might have a car accident, leaves me, you know, um, at home, <laughs> bed bound and having difficulties and uh, um, health issues that would not allow me to go in this big world. You never know. So if we show kindness, respect to others in their pains, um, God will be faithful to take care of us for in the same way. So I'm getting more questions. What is the best cure for dengue uh, from uh, Facebook? Um we can talk about dengue maybe in a different session. Uh, we right now don't have dengue <laughs> in uh, Guam. Uh, there was a scare several years ago, but now that's not the case. So um, feel free. I, I can give a call to that person uh, to talk about dengue. But, uh, you know, loneliness is kind of a dengue for all of us. Once you have it, you can experience a hemorrhagic crisis and um, you might be suffering and bleeding for many years until somebody really recognizes your need. What's interesting uh, for us to know is that Jesus also was a man of loneliness. And actually his physical death was hastened by his social death. The crushing sense of being cut off from his father was really overwhelming for his nervous system. He cried, why have you forsaken me? Because his father's face disappeared as the sun bore the sins of the world. Jesus was despised, Isaiah says, and we did not esteem him. He was a man of sorrow and a man of pain. The gospel says that Jesus took our place, bearing our utter aloneness. So we don't have a God that doesn't understand us. In fact, he absolutely understands us because in the most crucial moment that he needed the support of his disciples, he was left alone. Faith lays hold of these truths, creating a channel whereby God's love can pour into our souls. Allowing the Holy Spirit to transform our core beliefs puts us in the middle of the entirely new narrative and at the same time gives us a new lens through which we can interpret life. Loneliness is part of our story, but it is not all the story and does not need to end like that. 
As believers, we will continue to experience loneliness. The gospel doesn't remove our humanity. It gives us the power to live it fully. The Bible says in Psalms 25, 16, turn yourself to me and have mercy on me, said the psalmist. King David said that, for I'm desolate and afflicted. Wait a bit. He's one of the greatest heroes in the Bible. And he said, I'm afflicted. I'm desolate. I'm by myself. But rather than a so numbing dead end that the loneliness can provide, let loneliness becomes a passageway into a deeper fellowship with God and ultimately with our friends, brothers, sisters. God deepens us to make us more capable of profound love. When you experience a lot of loneliness, you are much more able to love deeper. You might be afraid to do that, but God increases your love, (laughs) you know, measurement in you. Knowing the infinite riches of God's love held in store for us, we are safe to enter the human realm with all its perils and pain. Yes, love hurts, but it's all worth it. It brings you where God wants you to be. Because at the end, love will always reign. I am willing to read some of the benefits that um, loneliness actually can provide. And I have my favorite quote from Amy Carmichael, another missionary that says, loneliness is a prerequisite to leadership. You can't be on high positions without knowing and tasting what it is to be lonely. And once you know what it is to be lonely, you would like never that this feeling would happen to others. We are not strong because we were just meant to be strong. We're just trying to be strong for others because we don't want them to experience what we have experienced. And so I would like to read some of the benefits about being lonely. So it says that loneliness helps you to think more profoundly. When you're in surrounded by so much noise, it's difficult at times to concentrate on, on your thoughts or the thoughts of others. So you need this time that you can deepen your thoughts and reason even deeper. You need the time and the space to think deeply. Many people are complaining of lack of... Um, memory but what we actually need to complain is of lack of time and deep thoughts that we can have Uh, you learn to be more god reliant when you are lonely you realize that you are not in control and for some reason nowadays we think that uh, we should be able to control things just like we can control the thermostat at home and whatever I want to control I will have an access and I will be able to do that. However in life we are not able to control everything and so that makes us even more reliant on God. For some people that are introverted actually a long time is necessary for their happiness. I know many introverts that will prefer to have this lonely time by themselves, but then it doesn't mean that they want to stay lonely. You know, it's kind of a battle always between I want to be alone and then I don't want to be lonely. And it's uh, every person, even some that are surrounded by 
many kids at home, many family members, they, they sometimes they just say, I just want to be alone. I just want to have this time by myself that I have time to reset my thoughts and just be with myself. And lonely people, I do encourage um, to use this time very wisely, you know, that um, you would have time to reset, have time to rest, have time to recharge, read things that you want to read, grow into things that you've always wanted to grow. It's a very precious time and it's a time that God really very seriously work with you. So it's a alone time is a very significant part of mental health. There are some studies that shows that uh, teens and adults that spend moderate amount of time alone actually are better in their mental health than those that are constantly surrounded by other people or that those that completely don't have anybody. So if you have a moderate time, I can't define what a moderate time is uh, to be lonely. It's uh, certainly helpful. I suggest everybody to have those moments. I sometimes feel so comfortable by being just by myself that I'm scared, <laughs> you know, travel by myself, going to another country, doing things that I really like. Um, but of course, it has a different taste when you do it with somebody else. So um, you, when you're alone, you also can do more things done, right? Because when you have other people, um, I don't know about you, but every time I have uh, a guest, uh, we talk about so many things. And of course, it's wonderful, but uh, everything else I'm supposed to do is just piling up. So wh while you're alone, be productive. Do your you know, work efficiently. Do many projects, as many as you can. Um, do things for God and um, just give the best out of you. Uh, you have the time and uh, you have the energy to do that. And when you're lonely as well, uh, you just it brings more clarity to you. You have time to clear your thoughts. You have time to see what's right, what's wrong, and how you can become better, and how you can help others. And also you learn more about yourself, right? When, when you're surrounded by people and there's so much noise, you don't study yourself as much. But when you're by yourself, you have the opportunity to examine your thoughts. Even uh, Apostle... Uh, even King David was like, God, please find me and search in me. What thoughts do I have? And if there is something that's not good, please take it out. It, lonely time is very important. Don't go anywhere. That's the music for our last break of today. Um, so we only have about 15 minutes left of today's show. And if you have a question and you're calling from Guam, call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671-472-1111. If you're calling from the CNMI, call us at 670-323-1113. That's 670-323-1113. You can send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, via Signal, at 671-686-9999, that's 671-686-9999, or leave a message in the comment section below and we'll get back to you. Don't go anywhere, Total Health Live, we'll be right back. Rainbows with unicorns, pixie dust and tales of myth and legend. We all crave happy endings, a hero, and a great story. There is one forever happy ending, inspired by an actual future God's offered you. Most people look for it, 
Some find it by believing that Jesus is the way to God, the truth that transforms today, and life that is forever. He could be your story. Joy FM. There's more to this life than grocery runs, house cleaning, and waiting in lines at your local school. But in each of those moments, you can listen here, and these urgent moments may seem more doable. You're among friends and listening with those who believe that good news should be shared. Life's better because this conversation is made possible by people who believe in it so strongly that they send a financial gift. This allows us to keep the conversation going. You might be a listener willing to help. Joy FM, family-friendly radio. And we're back with more Total Health. Give us a call with your medical questions. The number to call in Guam is 472-1111. If you're in the seat of mind, the number to call is 323-1113. Or you can text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. Now back to the program. Hi, and welcome back to Total Health. My name is Rose Trina, and I'm here in the studio today with Elena Tanova, nurse practitioner. And this is... I can't remember what part it is, but it's another part of 13 Weeks to Joy by Jennifer Jill Schwarzer, and we're talking about loneliness. And before we went to break, we were actually talking about the importance of alone time. Yes. Uh, uh, so there are still more benefits. I named a few, but I still have a long list and I can keep on going. I would just quickly say that loneliness also increases empathy. Because when you're lonely, you can sympathize with somebody that's lonely too. I have a friend, he's allergic from everything. I didn't think you can get to that point, but yes, you can be allergic to anything. He has to eat foods, and those foods he can eat them only in 10 days in order not to develop a a serious um, food sensitivity reaction. And so he also has electromagnetic sensitivity, which we don't talk much about it because we don't know much about it, um, but you can do do develop uh, some sensitivity to all the electromagnetic fields that are going around us. And so he suffered from that. And because of that, he really lives in loneliness. Every time I visit that person, um, I go without any uh, perfume, without any, you know, deodorant that can trigger an allergic reaction. And we have such a great time a very deep quality time with somebody that has been lonely for years and he has so much to share with others, but he doesn't have it. So this is my best time in my life when I visit that person because we can really go deep and I can learn so much from that person. Also, it increases not only your productivity, but your creativity. When you're by yourself, your thoughts can really go crazy and you can come with those great ideas that you wouldn't be able to when you're surrounded by others and of course uh, the more people in a project the better because you can hear different ideas but uh, your greatest and best ideas come in moment of loneliness also it can build a mental strength it is shown that uh, children that spend time alone from time to time they uh, actually master better school Uh, when they do have this uh, alone time to play and just think about, uh, you know, uh, their life. Even children can do that. Also, it uh, helps to reduce behavioral problems in kids. If you're like all the time stimulated, all the time around kids, um, you you might even go sometimes on the overreactive side. But if you have time by yourself, you kind of have a balance in that. And of course, it gives you an opportunity to plan your life. Right. Right. Like when you're alone by yourself, by your thoughts and with God, 
you know, you have time to deepen your prayers, the, your thoughts, and hear what God wants to say for you in your life. And of course, um, there are even more benefits about it, but uh, I just mentioned a few. And I would suggest to our listeners to embrace loneliness and to make the best out of it. Loneliness kissed love. Um, how the story finishes of this couple that specialize in loneliness is that um, uh, the husband died seven years later. And so the wife said, loneliness, which compels us to bond with others, gives us what we actually call humanity. Nothing makes us so human when the understanding of being unloved and being lonely. And so it does make us more human. It does make us more empathetic to others. And tragically, after her husband died, she said, I did not know what true love was until I met my husband. And that was very late in her age. And she said, he taught me what true love means. And now, thankfully to my husband, I'm on the verge of knowing what true eternal love is. Not everybody has that luxury, even though they didn't have... Um, they spent most of their lives alone. Then when they met, they had a very deep uh, love relationship that was, was like able to compensate even all those years of loneliness because those people that have been lonely and struggling, they just need one day of understanding and complete love. And of course, onward. <laughs> but like once, you, once they get that, that's all that they needed all their life. And they even can forget those years that they really struggled and waited for it as long as when the love comes, it's deeper and it's meaningful. Not all of us can get to that love. Uh, many people do not meet that love, or maybe they do, and for some reasons it just doesn't go the way they want. They get separated. They get um, um, more ostracized against each other, and time passes by, and they even can have some evil feelings about it, right? It's not, life is not what we really plan to, and life is not what we really imagine to be. Everybody has uh, disappointment in their life, and uh, if we base our love life on the expectations of others, we will really be disappointed. But then if we set it on being loved by God, we will never be disappointed. Sometimes we are, because we don't understand understand that how God loves us and how he's working towards our happiness. And the question was, how can we re release our stress about loneliness? And I absolutely uh, appreciate that question. It is um, not very easy and not there is no one straight uh, forward answer. But I really find a lot of comfort in just reading the fact that my God was a God of affliction and loneliness. And there's so many Bible verses that can actually help us through the loneliness. In Deuteronomy 31, 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Many times when we don't hear from God is because God is working something. If you give enough time to God, God is going to recompense you for every painful moment that you have been through. God is a God of justice, and he sees how much you struggle. He's not going to leave you alone. He's going to embalm you. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes centuries. I don't know. It takes a very long time, many times. But God is going to reward you, and God is going uh, to embrace you the way you are and give you even much more if you're patient. 
and says, though my father and mother in Psalms 27, 10 forsake me, the Lord will receive me. And there is a Bible verse very famous as, that says, even if the mother forgets her child, I will not forget you. Even though you feel lonely and isolated from others, I am still right there next to you. For the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. There is no moment in your life that God loves you less. And there is not a moment in your life that God loves you more. <laughs> you know, God does not love you more than others or God does not love you less than others. God loves you so much and it's so unconditional that if we can only see his heart and understand his soul, uh, we will never question him. Yes, uh, if we confidently reframe the loneliness as more than just a negative feeling and experience, or worse yet, as an indication that you are fundamentally unloved, we'll change the world. Science and inspiration show that we actually need loneliness to motivate us into a more advantageous social position. Loneliness is needed. A dose of loneliness is necessary. A little bit more of loneliness, it's not desirable, but it is survivable. Embrace it, even though it might hurt at times. The more hurt and the more pain you get through, the more God can speak loudly to, to you and the more he will make you the person you are meant to be. I have a poem, uh, Rosie, that I really like and um, I read it to myself, uh, especially in moments that I'm lonely, because we all feel in, in a way misunderstood at times. And I read that some of the greatest genius in this world, they were so misunderstood that they kind of accepted to be misunderstood. They will say, the moment you are understood, then you lower your level. You know, you fall down one level down. Because right now you're understood. But the more you're misunderstood, the more and you feel that God is calling you, the greater your task is, the greater your mission, the, the, the biggest your um, you know, achievement. And so the poem that I'm going to read, um, it is uh, written by Rudyard Kipling, uh, a British poet, and it's called If. Listen it carefully. I'm going to read it slowly. It says... If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being light about don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knives to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. 
if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they're gone. And so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither false nor loving friends can hurt you. If all men count with you, but none too much. If you can feel the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that is in it. And which is more, you will be a man, my son. I don't know how much the poem was understood, but it talks how much we need to be surrendered in God's will, that no matter what happens to us, that we know that God knows the best for us. And even if triumph things are happening or disaster, we can still face them face to face, knowing that our uncertain life, our uncertain present, it is still hidden in the best story of God for us. If we are those people that even though everybody can be against us and we have to live in isolation because of misunderstanding, we know that this is not the end of the story and that God one day will bring into fruition his greatest plans for us in our life. If we don't listen to those naysayers and we listen to God's yes-sayer, then we can change the world, we can conquer the world and we can embalm many more people that live in loneliness. So how is the way to beat loneliness? There is no way. It's not very easy. We need to embrace it and we need to surrender it to God. Well, God, for this time, you want me to be lonely. What can I do from it? How can I use loneliness? Thank you, Alana. And thank you to all of our listeners today as well. Tune in again next week for more Total Health Live. Be sure to check with your doctors before making any sudden life changes discussed today. Total Health is brought to you in partnership with Guam Seven-Day Adventist Clinic, where health is their mission. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Thank you and see Jewish Masi for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM.